Boomers Money and Movies, folks. Thanks so much for pulling up tonight uh, or today or wherever you may be listening, wherever you may be. Uh, we have a guest coming on very shortly, Matthew Gaetano, a big friend of the show. He'll be talking about a lot of the big news coming out. Uh, but very first, I just want to do a little bit of a Bastone blur, Bastone blitz, because it'll be very fast, very quick. So we reviewed Tenet with Joe. A pass, let's get right into it. So we reviewed Tenet with Joe a couple weeks ago, a couple episodes ago. Listen to that podcast if you haven't yet, if you have seen the movie. I think it's a really good discussion. But my Rotten Tomatoes blurb, because maybe you don't want to listen to the whole thing. You just want to know my blurb on it. Here's my Rotten Tomatoes blurb. So Rotten Tomatoes, Tenet has a 71% critic score, 76% audience score. And very quickly, the critic consensus is a visual, visual, visually dis- dazzling puzzle for film lovers to unlock. Tenet serves up all the soluble spectacle audience expect from a Christopher Nolan production. And I recommend it. I said nonstop action, inter- interesting character. Dynamics makes... Tenant, a worthy entrance, entrant into Christopher Nolan's filmography. So that's just a really quick recap of Tenant and five-second review, I guess you'd call that. Now, moving on to the, another film that I watched. It was a documentary. This was a while ago, but HBO documentary about a radio host, Craig Carton, and he went to prison for basically gambling, but not 100%. That's not fully why he went to prison. It was a basically lied about his finances and things like that. But basically, this is, I recommend it, and I said an interesting documentary that's entertaining to boot. So if you're interested in, if you ever listen to Boomer and Carton on the fan, this is more from for sports fans from New York, but I thought that documentary was good if you did see it, or you're planning on seeing it. Now moving on to, back to films, uh, two more. And so the first one I'll be talking about is Okja, which was released by Netflix back in 2017, directed by... Boon Joo Ho, who directed Parasite, and it has a loaded, absolutely stacked cast. Tilda Swinton's in it. Paul Dano's in it. Lily Collins is in it. Jake Gyllenhaal is in it. Giancarlo Esposito is in it. So a, a lot of big heavy hitters, people who have won awards, people who have been nominated. So really a lot of characters. And the critic consensus is... Ultra sees Bunjo Ho continuing to create defiantly eclectic entertainment and still hitting more than enough of his narrative targets in the midst of a tricky tonal juggling act. 86% critic score, 81% audience score. I didn't like it. I said, an all-star cast is not enough to save this unrealistic illogical mess. Uh, basically, like 30-second plot synopsis, there's these pigs that are created by this corporation, um, and they're like, supposedly natural and they get released and they follow this one pig who gets picked as like the best pig and uh then like the daughter i mean the the daughter of the man who owns the pig and is like tries to chase him chase her chase the pig back type of thing but these pigs are like massive these aren't like little pigs these are like like really like when i mean big pigs they're like the size of an elephant it's like it's not realistic obviously and it's basically just like okay can the girl get back to the pig type of thing but it was just, dude, it's it's social commentary, it's satire, but it's, like, not even funny. I don't know. I, I'm not going to give it away because maybe you want to see this movie. I have no idea. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Uh, I regretted it. But I don't know. I just didn't like it. So, shout out to Matty G because he doesn't like Parasite, who Bong Joho also directed. Uh, he, he directed Parasite, who won Best Picture in those accolades last year, so... Don't really like it. Now, speaking of accolades, the last movie I'll talk about today, this week is If Beale Street Could Talk, which was released in 2018. 
and the critics' consensus is that Beale Street could talk honest and source material with a beautifully filmed adaptation that finds director Barry Jenkins further strengthening his visual and narrative craft. 95% critics' consensus, 71% audience score. And I actually agree. I said that relevant social commentary, great performances, and a fantastic romance make it Beale Street could talk a must-watch movie. So, talked about Barry Jenkins, if you caught that, he directed Moonlight, which I absolutely hated. Yet, I actually like this movie, which I was very, very, uh, frankly, I was surprised. The fact that I liked it so much, because I was worried I was going to hate it, because uh, it was Barry Jenkins. But it was a lot better. It had somewhere to go. Unlike Moonlight, it had a very, it was non-linear plot, but it was very, it was actually a good film. It was very, um, not only was it a good romance, but it, it actually had a story to tell. And it wasn't just, you know, pretentious kind of just random nonsense and so the it the film received three academy awards one for best supporting actress which regina king received she won best adapted screenplay and best original score they didn't get any wins for those i was more upset at the fact that the movie didn't get nominated picture more normal nominations that's really what i'm referring to considering some of the movies that were nominated that, that year were uh bohemian rhapsody and uh black panther i'm like I, you know i don't really understand it but that's fine. It is what it is. But yeah, those are my thoughts on those couple movies. We're going to continue this in the future. Obviously, the best on books back. It's better than ever. I was watching a lot of movies. Those are the ones I'm going to talk about for today. And stick around because Maddie G's on the other side. All right, everybody. Now, our guest this evening, he's a real regular of the show. I guess he's becoming a regular, but I always tell him he's the ratings. Pop the rating. You need to pop a rating. You bring this guy on. Maddie G. How, how you doing, Matt? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me back. You're lucky. No, no. This is not going to be the last time. No, I know. It's an honor. You'll, <laughs> you'll be on in a couple of weeks when we talk about Wonder Woman. Uh, so, yeah, on that note, let's just get right into it. I'll be getting, There's a couple of massive, right. massive, uh, some new, unless you want to say anything else. I don't want to cut you off. It's a free country. No, no. Your show. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, speaking of Wonder Woman, big news. We have a couple of big news topics to talk about. So two of the big five studios, Warner Brothers, Disney had some big, really important news over the past week or so. The first one was last week from HBO Max, which is owned by Warner Brothers, owned by AT&T. And they announced that their entire 2021 slate will be going to streaming and theaters simultaneously. And these movies include uh, the big ones are uh, Tom and Jerry is a big one. Godzilla vs. Kong. That's, is the a, biggest, that's the biggest one. That's the biggest one. <laughs> Kong vs. Godzilla, yeah. I can't, Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It. I don't know if you like horror. In the Heights, which is like a twenty uh, West Side Story 2020 type thing. Space Jam. I don't know if you like Lake King, like LeBron James. Suicide Squad, which is one of like the really big ones. Dune, which is one is like the <laughs> is the biggest one for us, at least. Yeah. Uh, and uh, King Richard, which is about the Serena Williams and Venus. Williams. And then The Matrix 4 is another really big one. And also Mortal Kombat. I don't know if anyone cares about that one, but you get the gist. But the big one coming out in a couple weeks' time is Wonder Woman. Now, I'll stop talking. Matt, what are your thoughts? I think Wonder Woman, I think it should be on HBO Max, honestly. They're trying to get people to buy their service. Um, it's been trying to go in theaters for some time now, and it's just not been working. They're still going to have showings in theaters, so it's like a half-and-half half thing. I think it's honestly a good idea. 
to have Wonder Woman at the very least on HBO Max. Yeah, and it's important to keep in mind that HBO Max is only available in uh, in the United States. Not available worldwide. Also, if you pay for HBO, you get HBO like almost like nine. Everyone gets it for free. So if it was like downloaded, uh, just to say an FYI, everybody. So you can watch Wonder Woman if you get HBO. Uh, but yeah, I think it's. I agree with you, Matt. I think it's good uh, overall. I mean, I have no problem with it. I like it because for me, I get we get to watch Wonder Woman. You know, like yeah, I want to be able yeah. to watch it. All right. I see these people on like these sites, these like you know pages. They're like, oh, Warner Brothers is trying to destroy theaters. It's not okay. And I'm just like, do you want to watch Wonder Woman or you just want to like complain? I mean, no, I totally think it makes sense for Wonder Woman. I can't say I I love their entire slate for the next year going on HBO Max. Uh, I can't act like I care about most of those movies, honestly. It's really only two that I do care about. But I, I'm if, if everything is better next year in relation to COVID, hopefully, God willing, then I'm probably going to be seeing Dune and Suicide Squad in theaters. They're, like, they're meant to be seen in theaters. We're getting a vaccine in like a, in like a couple months. Everyone's going to be able to get the vaccine by May. So, uh, so everyone should crowd the theaters. For Dune, we don't everyone, go to Dune. Go, go see Dune. Yeah, make sure that we get a sequel for Dune. Make sure that that happens. We're begging you, man. We're begging you over here. Um, but yeah. Uh, so basically, people are wondering why this is happening. A little bit of a backdrop. AT and T owns HBO, and or owns Warner Brothers, and they're swimming in debt right now. So they need money because they bought DirecTV, which was a really bad deal for them. They bought Time Warner, and they needed to take a lot of money out. So basically, people are saying this is like a war between AT&T and Hollywood because AT&T is not an entertainment company. They're a telecom company pretending to be an entertainment company. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of people are saying – and you brought it up, June, and you brought this up to me off the show. But like people are saying that like they want to fight – not fight, like not actually fight, but they want to like throw hands with AT&T because their movie's going to streaming. I saw that uh, Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot were paid. They were paid like a massive amount of money to praise the HBO Max release for Wonder Woman. That's not really I mean, what happened. That was that's kind of fake news. But that's confirmed fake news. I mean, that's really a misleading headline. They weren't paid. Okay. To I, mean, I don't know. What happened I'm was sure. you're right. You're right. But they were like the reason why they were paid was because their movie's not going to theaters. They were like compensated for that. They oh, oh, that was part of the deal, but they weren't like paid money to like. It's misleading. It's not fake. It's misleading. Anyway, continue. Yeah, well, our the director for Dune does have a differing opinion though, than those two. Well, I think it's going to be okay because this is my theory, right? Listen to this theory, right? So, also another important team thing before I say my theory is, HBO Max needs more subscribers, which is why I think this is a brilliant decision. But because they're way behind Disney Plus and stuff like that. But here's what I think, right, Matt? They're going to do this for, like, Warner Brothers. Increase their subscriber base, but then come, like, June when there's a vaccine and stuff, then they're just going to release. Like, come late, they're not going to actually follow through with it. Like, they're going to release the first couple of movies, but then they're just going to, like, it's like a ploy. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So people buy their service. Or just activate it. Because they they were saying, like, they could have, like, 38 million people or, like, 33, like, 30 million people can have access to it, but only, like, 12, 10 million did that option so far so so they're like trying to get more people to actually just like get it as a not even pay for it like just say like like literally like just download the thing because they get they already get their they already pay for it with like cable it's an elaborate ploy that's what it is 
it's a scheme, if you will. It's an inside job, basically. It's an inside job. Well, I mean, it's not. You think it's a bad one? Do I think it's a bad scheme? I mean, like, not my theory. I'm just saying in general now. Do you think that's like it's bad what they're doing? Like, to, uh, outside of your perspective, like we understand you're happy, but okay, like outside of my personal opinion, I think it's smart for HBO Max because they're gonna get way more subscribers than they had previously. I think that's smart. Personally, I don't like the idea though because I want to see those movies in theaters, not on a laptop or TV or something. But here's my thing: you still can. It's like they're not showing in theaters. You're still allowed to see them in theaters. Yeah, I know, but like. I'm going a, like, let's say here your theory doesn't hold true. Like Villanueva was saying, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Let's say. No let's, one does. Oh, no, no one does. No, and not even he okay. does. Not even All he right, does. perfect. He's not listening anyways, so it's okay. <laughs> hey, um, no, no, you're good. <laughs> but um, like he was saying, like, if if this botches basically the HBO Max thing, then it, it kind of ruins chances for future installments in their franchise. So uh, like for that, for example, because that's the start of a supposed franchise, it's kind of risky, in my opinion, at least, or and in his opinion, I should say more so, to start it off on a streaming service if they do end up following through on what they're saying. Yeah, but I, I, my thing was, I don't get it. Is like, I'll get to like why they're, I don't get why they're pissed off or like they're annoyed. But from my perspective, from a business perspective, right? It makes perfect sense. We kind of talked about that, but also it's on, the service is only available in the United States. So like not these like these small movies weren't going to make money anyway. Like no one cares about half these movies, right? But like for example, even like I'm sorry, but even like a movie like let's just say like King Kong. I'm just going to pick that one. First Godzilla, right? Yeah, okay. Japan really like everyone in Japan likes that cares about that movie cuz it's Godzilla. China loves that stuff. But they don't have HBO Max, so, like, they're making that money while also in May they could be like, yo, download HBO Max to, like, watch this movie. You know what I mean? Like, they have their yeah. cake and they eat it. And then I was also thinking about, like, for example, Suicide Squad, right? Come mm -hmm. on, August, like, if there's a vac – if let's say they don't do what I just said and they, they stick with this strategy. Like, they don't – it's not a ploy. It's not – they're not going to change it. Like you said, we're not going to go see Dune on a laptop. We're going to go see that thing in theaters regardless. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I, that to me is why why uh, it bother it doesn't bother me. But I know some people were saying like, oh, it's the this is awful. They're they're destroying movie theaters. Uh, did you take it like that or no? I mean, I don't think it's destroying movie theaters. I think it's like uh, we're under certain circumstances that no one could have foreseen. So it's like we're gonna have to adapt to it. I think the worry is that after seeing movies like this, like under these circumstances where everything's on streaming service, everything can be watched at home. You don't have to go out to it. People are worried that even once COVID has been dealt with and that it, people are just going to continue to put movies on streaming services because they see that it works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I get that. I just, I just find it funny that like everyone's like busting and I'm, I'm not like trying to, I don't like, I don't I have no, I'm not, I don't, I don't care about AT&T. Like, I'm not trying to ride them. I'm not trying to get a job. But, like, these people have no problems. And I understand it's like they thought these movies were going to be released to theaters. But they're like, oh, my movie is getting, you know, we're going to destroy movies. It's like, okay, yet all you guys take money from Netflix. To, you know what I mean? All you guys take money from Amazon. Like, I don't know. It just seems so disingenuous when you got these. I'm like, you still pay for Netflix. Like, these people are like, oh, you're killing theaters. It's like, do you pay for Netflix? 
Yes. Okay. So what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I get that. But speaking of other studios and other competition, uh, oh boy, we're gonna. Well, there's a little bit of a thing we can talk about before we get to the big, big, the biggest studio right now, at least, the number one contender, the number one, the champion of the belt, whatever you want to call it, is. Uh, so that, we had that from HBO Max. We had that from Warner Brothers last week. This week, though, unrelated to what happened last night, we're trying to get to in a little bit with Disney's Q4 like thing is. Spider-Man 3. Uh, oh. Yep, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about this for a little bit. A little bit. Because this is something we can actually agree on before we want to, you know, before we before we don't. Uh, so they've announced Spider-Verse, Doctor Strange is going to be in it. We knew, that, we knew this for a long time. We knew this was rumored, but like now, uh, Daredevil is going to be in it from the Netflix show. Alfred Molina, I mean, is going to, yeah, we couldn't even stop. We couldn't even not. Alfred Molina is going to be in it, who was Doc Ock 16 years ago. <laughs> Spider-Man 2, who died, by the way. That man's dead. We already knew Electro was going to be in it, and now it's basically, like, confirmed that... Like, it's not officially confirmed. Well, actually, the Hollywood Reporter confirmed it, but not everyone confirmed it. That, like, Andrew Garfield signed on, um, Emma Stone and, and Chris Kirsten Dunn. They don't, they don't know, supposedly... But again, this is, like, kind of already confirmed, but... And also Toby McGuire, but, like, that's, like, less confirmed. It's, like... Levels of confirmation are different based off the uh, the uh, actor. What are your thoughts? And although, as for people who aren't aware, Kirsten Dunn was Mary Jane in the first trilogy. Emma Stone was the Gwen Stacy in the second trilogy, or the second group. Andrew Garfield was the second Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire was the OG Spider-Man. Matty G, I know your super, favorite superhero is Spider-Man. Floor is yours, brother. Uh, I gotta say, I'm not happy with this. I, I don't like it. At all, really. Um, if Into the Spider-Verse hadn't been a successful movie, I think there's absolutely no way that Marvel would have done this with, their, or Marvel and Sony, whatever, I don't care, with their next Spider-Man movie. Like, they're only doing it because of the success of that other movie. And the, the way they're intertwining all of these past universes or whatever, I feel like Marvel is just losing its cohesive universe which is kind of what gave it like a bit of an edge over dc previously and they're just giving it away basically um and then you got daredevil randomly coming in it just feels like a hodgepodge and as a very big fan of the uh new spider-man in the mcu i'm not happy to see this well they're saying that uh daredevil is going to be uh spider-man's daredevil is going to be spider-man's lawyer while he's on trial, which that'll I already know that movie's gonna be by that alone, I know the movie's gonna be bad. But I could just tell. I'm not gonna get into it specifically, but I just like like I could just tell this movie's gonna be awful. Not awful. It's gonna get like, you know, a seventy nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's gonna be not good. Anyway, also point- on a side note, for the fans of the Daredevil T V series, I don't think that this is really the capacity they wanted him to return in. Just putting that out there. I feel like they're just like trying to satisfy them, but this isn't really what anyone asked for. Um, yeah, and but what people are saying is, and I, this is actually low key genius, but also kind of really stupid. It's like they're gonna announce, they're not gonna actually announce these people, but then they're gonna have like a, you know, or, or, or an orgasmic post credit scene where he like meets all these people type of thing, you know, like just to set up the next movie, you know, with that. If it's you? a post credit scene, then it changes my opinion a little bit. If this is an all out multiverse thing, I don't want it. 
especially because in the last movie, they're literally making fun of the existence of a multiverse with Mysterio and stuff. And then it's like, right after they do that, oh, wait, the multiverse actually is real, everyone. We were just kidding. Like, it makes no sense. Well, there is a multiverse, though. I mean, you're, I mean, we're going to get... We already know this. I, mean, I know we're getting it, but it's just weird that in the previous Spider-Man movie, they said no, and now in the next Spider-Man movie, they say yes. Well, you know how it is. I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, it, yes, continuity is their strength, but they're also like, it's not like they're like always, every single second of the day, like going to keep it like uh, the exact same. Like my thing is with it, if you're going to bring all these people on, right? Like in a nutshell, I think it's kind of interesting the fact that they're bringing on like Afra Molina, like that is honestly just like so and just like I want to throw up when I hear that. Not because they don't like Alpha Molina, he was great in Spider Man 2, but just let the man die. Why does everything need to be like he had a good performance? His arc is done. Let the man live like while he's dead. No pun intended, type of thing. But if you're going to announce like all these people, like, like Kirsten Dunn, who's like at this point basically confirmed, Andrew Garfield's like basically confirmed, you're going to have. You're gonna bring in someone like of the quality of actress of like Emma Stone, and then all these people are gonna show up in like a post credit scene. Then I'm gonna be pissed. Like you put me in a lose lose situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean even if they're in the movie, like how much screen time is are they each gonna yeah, get? You exactly. know, it's, like, it's such exactly. an overload of characters that it's gonna be a cameo like from most of them. You know, which is actually I that would if this is a can't that's my it's just I think honestly what they're gonna to try to do is like have this one be whoever's gonna be the villain. Like some some sort of like a partial multiverse, and then like the next movie, maybe they do like, uh, like an Avengers movie, but like not actually an Avengers movie, like a Spider-Man Avengers movie, where it's like the Sinister Six or something. Yeah. Which, I mean, again, it's kind of. I mean, that it could be interesting. I could be wrong, but I think that Spider-Verse should have been explored in Spider-Verse Two and Spider-Man Homecoming. That stuff should have been left as a standalone thing, but I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait to see. But yeah, you're just upset. I don't really think that it seems good. I mean, you're just upset that uh, that Tom Holland's not gonna have is gonna have less screen time. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess I am. I didn't even think about that, but I mean, he'll probably still be the lead, obviously. Yeah, I was just kidding. I was joking around, but I, but um, yeah, that's what I saw people saying on Twitter, like, "Oh, is Tom Holland even in this movie?" Now, speaking of Tom Holland, the MCU, now we're going to talk about the big, the big enchilada. The big, I said it. I said it. Don't cancel big me for enchilada. that. Big enchilada. Please don't cancel me for that. It's just a joke. Please. I'm begging you. Cultural appropriation. It's not even. Again. I'm thinking about somebody else. Please. All right. It's about, it's Alex Jones says that. Anyway. Um, I just said it because I don't know if you knew that, man. All right. So you're the new Alex Jones. <laughs> I'm the new Alex because I said the big enchilada, yeah. Yep. There we have it. There you have it, folk. This podcast does not support or condone Alex Jones' behavior. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So now let's get serious. Uh, Disney. Disney Plus. So I just want to preface this by saying, please, I, everyone's going to think I'm a hater, but hear me I out. Walk. He is. Hear he me is out, please. Hear me out. But, Matt, you want to introduce this? Because I introduced the last two. You want to introduce what happened yesterday with Disney? So the other day, Disney had some like investor presentation or something, and their stock's crazy up now, but that's besides the point. Um, they revealed a ton of titles for Disney Plus in specific. 
they had Pixar stuff and Marvel stuff and Star Wars stuff. And they announced an absurd amount of new content coming in the next few years. Yeah, I mean, it's up 13% the stock, by the way. So if you're a Disney shareholder today, you're very happy. Uh, yeah, they announced 52 things. Uh, for example, they released some stuff that we already knew was coming for, for Marvel. Uh, they also released a couple things. They like announced officially things we already knew, like Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel. Everyone already knew those were coming out. Uh, but then they announced some new stuff, like a Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, Ironheart, which I don't know. <laughs> we're looking forward to that one, right, Matt? Ironheart? <laughs> Yeah, I'm psyched. I'm psyched okay. for that. That's hard. Also, and they at least they announced a couple of big movies. Big. Okay. Uh, Black Panther 2, they said Chadwick Rose is not going to be recast. I can't get over this title. Quantum Mania. I mean, come on. Come on. Stupid, stupid title. It's cool not, villain. Cool villain revealed, though. Such a stupid. Yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. King the. Paul, you're telling me Ant Man can go. Toe to toe with Kane the Conqueror, who's like one of the most usually he's like an Avengers villain or X Men villain. Well, I mean they tied it into time travel, so they're doing a time travel storyline. And then watch Kane the Conqueror is going to be like a comedic villain. That's going to be fun. Uh, and then you also have a uh, new fan four stick movie. I'm actually not upset about that, but it's just such a meme. I have to make fun of it. I'm excited for that. I'll admit openly that I'm excited for that. You're excited for Fan Four Stick, man. Fourth time's a charm here. What time? Yeah, it's the perfect number. What are, you, are you kidding? It's Fantastic Four. Fourth time. It's literally perfect number. It's going to be great. <laughs> fan Four Stick. So before we get into the actual stuff that I'm annoyed about, because I'm already like, I don't really care about it. I'm not going to watch one of these shows. You're going to watch all of them. Or like, not all of them. You're going to watch most of them. <laughs> he doesn't even watch The Mandalorian. So I don't watch anything. Gonna watch, he's not going to watch a single thing on Disney Plus. It's not going to happen. Never. Well, watch a movie. So I'm going to have to come on this show again to tell everyone how bad these shows are when they come out. So, but are you excited for, like, Loki? Are you excited for Falcon and the Winter? I respect your opinion on, like, most of this stuff. Tell me, like, what stuff you're okay. excited for? What's that you um, think is stupid? I don't have the list in front of me, so I'm going to miss some stuff here because there's a ton of stuff. But okay. Just for um, Marvel. Just for Marvel right now. We'll get to the Loki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. For, for the stuff they revealed trailers for, Loki, I was previously not looking forward to it. After the trailer, I was like, okay, this seems pretty interesting, actually. It has me it has me curious. I got to admit, I'm, I think that could be good. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the trailer was a little disappointing, honestly. Yeah, that's but CGI. But I have faith in – I'm a big Captain America fan as far as the comics go because I'm a nerd. So I'm just excited <laughs> that they're adapting – some storyline. So I I hope that that'll be good for that, but kind of unrelated to the trailer. The trailer didn't really sell me. I'm just previously sold on it. The thing that I was most excited for is WandaVision. I thought that the trailer for that looked incredible. I must have watched that trailer like 25 times since seeing it the first time. Yeah, this... I did. I did. There, I do this with trailers. I did this when the Batman trailer came out. All right. All right. I watched like it maybe twice. You got to get go to rehab or something over here. Well, I mean, I'm a psychopath. I don't know what how much did you watch uh, Force Awakens? How much? How many times did you watch the Force Awakens show? Oh, I don't know. That was that was longer ago. I can't. I, probably not as many times, honestly, because I wasn't as insane back oh. then as I am now. You were basically a fake. You were plastic. You were a plastic fan. Yeah, I was a fake fan, honestly. Anyway, it's all right. Uh, but yeah, really excited for WandaVision. What if? That's a fun thing. No, nothing much to say there. 
Uh, Jeffrey Wright's voice is great as the Watcher. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, then a lot of the other stuff is where I become more negative. I don't even understand some of it. I can't pretend like I understand Secret Invasion or Armor Wars. I don't get that. Not really a great idea there. Uh, Miss Marvel, I won't be watching that. I don't think, at least. I can at least understand why they do it, because she's kind of a popular character nowadays. But Ironheart, I don't understand. I don't even think that people like that character. I, I don't really know where that's coming from. It's just... That's so random. Well, they thought that um, T'Challa's sister was going to be Ironheart. And I'm like, that's actually, like, not that stupid. But then it's just cast some, like, random, like, girl. They, like, wasted that potential, like, cool thing. And the other thing is, like, they just killed off Iron Man and they're, like, looking to replace him already. Yeah. yeah. You think she's going to replace... Uh, Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr., I don't know about that. Well, I, I don't think that she'll fill the shoes, but I think that they're trying to. They already have the replacement, Cap, Brie, Captain Marvel. She's the replacement. Okay, well, she's the replacement in terms of, like, I'm saying in, as far as, like, the yeah, no, I got setup you. of the character. You, you know what I mean. No, I got you. How about Haley Steinfeld and uh, Hawkeye? Uh, I think that show will be good because the story that it's based off of is, like, really acclaimed and stuff. But at the same, if they cancel that show, I would be like, okay. But if it comes out, I'll still be like, okay. I'll watch it if it comes out. But it's nothing that I'm like crazy excited about. But I think it'll be good. Well, I saw them shooting it. I saw pictures of like they're shooting it and stuff. So I think it's definitely. Yeah, they are shooting it. Yeah. Um, and then we have the stuff that we already knew it was coming out, which is fine. Um, also, the I am Groot. I mean, why? That's. I think that's like a little kid thing. Yeah, I, I think it think is too. I'm just saying. Show. I just, it's just like the, the greed has no limits. But speaking of greed, let's actually talk about the thing I'm actually. There's one thing that's not really that important that I'm absolutely livid about. Pixar recasting Tim Allen as Buzz Lightyear. Why? Just why? Why do we need a Buzz Lightyear prequel? Can I just say that? Can I? I think that. I think the idea behind the movie is cool and fun. I think the recasting is is strange and probably not it. Actually, not probably. It is a bad decision to recast. I don't know why they would do that. Well, I, I think, think it's something about the idea behind it is pretty cool. I mean, it might be his age, maybe because Tim Allen's older, older, um, or there's there's a there's a fringe possibility. Maybe it's because of Tim Allen's. I don't think it's because of that, but I I'm sure if they asked Tim Allen that he would have done it. Like I don't know. I don't know. He, yeah, his show got doing? canceled. He sure got They're canceled. not making Santa Claus movies anymore, so I don't know. I don't know what else he has <laughs> on his plate. Well, he was—he has like the Last Man Standing show. Is that still? I don't even know if that's still. Well, I know it was play. on ABC and got canceled because they thought it was a little uh, conservative. That's like actually why I got canceled, and then like Fox. <laughs> Alex it up. Jones, Alex Jones, everyone. I'm not Alex Jones. I'm a free, fair news. Hey, I'm 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 free. I'm fair. It's a fair podcast, unbiased. Unbiased podcast. Yeah. But we do support. We think the frogs are gay. So. Oh boy! All right. <laughs> I hope future employers don't look up this episode after that one. <laughs> Laugh a little bit, jeez, jeez. We don't think the frogs like. Well, we don't. We're not against <laughs> gay right, frogs, of course. We're done with that joke. We're done with that joke. Neither of us condone that. We don't condone it. We don't condone. I mean, okay. Out of the things that he said, that's like one of the least. Yeah. Well, we're, we don't. 
the podcast here isn't about what he said. That's not what this is about here. Sounds like a it sounds like a Law and Order episode. <laughs> I'm hijacking your show. You're I'm hijacking my show. This I'm censoring you, you. I'm not even giving you free speech on your own show. Now I'm afraid. Now you got me tripping. Fourteen years later, I said the frogs were gay, and everything's over. It's done. Apocalypse we have now. to re-record the episode. <laughs> re-record the whole thing. Hello, folks. Just to make sure everyone understands that uh, on behalf of James Bastone and the Rumors Money Movies podcast, neither Matt Gaetano or James Bastone support or condone Alex Jones' racist, insensitive comments. Thank you all for listening to Rumors Money Movies, and please enjoy the rest of the show. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, continuing to listen. I don't know why you're laughing. It's very serious. Uh, no, no, I know. I thought of something else. I just thought of thinking about how stupid the new Spider-Man movie is going to be. That's all. <laughs> Maybe Alex, you know, Alex Jones is basically in that movie because of, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't think of his name. What's the character? I mean, I know, I know the character. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. And who plays him? I, I can't think of the guy's name. Oh, yeah. What's his name? I, I shouldn't have done that. That's bad hosting on my part. You never give a oh, guess. You don't know the answer to. I'm sorry, guys. I'm a joke. He's a miserable host. I'm a miserable host. I deserve to. J.K. Simmons. Um, yeah. I'm a miserable human being. I'm like Alex Jones. I'm 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 at that level of deplorability. Well, all right, we just we just had the PSA. We just had the PSA. We don't have to go back down this rabbit hole. You're right, you're right, right. Again, neither James Wilson or Matt Catano support or Alex Jones extra. All right, Lucasfilm now. Speaking of bad actions, Kathleen Kennedy. So, let's talk about Al. Uh... <laughs> Got him on the mind or something. <laughs> let's talk about Star Wars here. Uh, you want to, again, break this situation down for everybody? So at that same investor, Disney thing, they announced um, a ton of new Star Wars TV shows for Disney Plus exclusively, and a movie too, actually. And I'm pretty sure that nobody in the world asked for most of these things. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I know I didn't ask for it for most of this stuff, but we'll be getting it anyway. So. Yeah, the movie is going to be directed by... Well, we got confirmation that T- uh, Taco Watiti is going to be directing a movie. We really kind of knew that, though. But we now know new Rogue Squadron, which, all right, okay, uh, will be directed by Patty Jenkins, who we love. I mean, I because of Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. I mean, at least they gave the movie to a competent director, you know? At least that gives it hope. Well, yeah. But I, I Rogue Squadron over here, I'm really – Pump for that, folks. Pump for that. And we also got a couple of big shows. I mean, there's one show that's actually kind of cool. Obi-Wan, Hayden yeah, Christensen okay. is pulling up with Darth Vader. But, like, some of these other shows, Lando, who, who Childish Gambino, uh, all right. A droid. I don't even think they they announced which one it is. I mean, I guess you can assume that it's, it's yeah. him. But, but I don't. It's just, I don't think anyone wanted that. I mean, Droid Story, which I'm assuming is a kid's thing, some sort of kid's. I think that's some animated yes. C3PO, R2D2 adventure thing. Something no one's going to watch. Uh, yeah. The Bad Batch, something that actually no one's going to watch. That's another animated thing. And, uh, they were like the worst, one of the, I should say, one of the worst parts of the new season of Clone Wars. So <laughs> of course, you got to get the spinoff over here. And, that show. Yeah, got to get the spinoff. But people are excited about like the time period where that takes place. So uh, I'll give it a slight pass okay. there. And it's and also an animated show. So it makes it more bearable, in my opinion. Okay. Two spinoffs for The Mandalorian, Rangers of the New Republic. I don't even know who those people Never heard of them. Not going to watch any of this, okay. anything. But. As somebody who watches The Mandalorian, 
those are those two X-Wing pilot guys in the new season. This is beyond random that they're getting a show. Will it be entertaining? Probably. I don't know why they're making it, though. I, I, if they canceled it, I wouldn't have a problem. And you got Ahsoka? Um, I'm kind of annoyed with Ahsoka, honestly, right now, because Rosario Dawson, who plays her, is like, she was in one episode of Star Wars, and then she came, she came out all the way, and she was like posting about Star Wars stuff, talking about how great it is to be Ahsoka. And it's like, all right, good for you, but Ahsoka was here before you played her, oh. and she's acting like she's been, she's like Mark Hamill or something. I don't know. She's, it's a little bit too much for me, so oh. I'm a little fed up there. But damn. Also, uh, yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna watch any of that. So then you got Diego uh, Luna is gonna be. Andor, which is a spinoff of Rogue One. I mean, what, the, what did they come up with this stuff? All right, they got the occult. Is that what it is? Well, Ishi will be excited for Andor, at least. Who will? Ishi, at least. Oh, you yeah, know. he loved that movie. Rogue Snooze. Rogue Snooze, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, that's my ASMR. Andor's my ASMR. Just fall asleep during it. <laughs> All right, this like occult one is about the High Republic era. All right. I know people are. Okay, less honestly. And then an anime, anime anthology series. So, let me go off for a second. I didn't go off about Marvel because I, Marvel, I just said, you know, the allure is kind of dead to me. I don't want to, you know, it's whatever. This I'm gonna go off for a little bit of go off because oh, you know God. what? Star Wars was supposed to be a franchise. Like, so the whole point about Star Wars was, and George Lucas said it. It's like it's supposed to be about the Skywalker's family. That's the whole point. It's kind of like Lord of the Rings, how Lord of the Rings shows like a little bit of a period of time in Middle Earth. That's what this movie's supposed to do, or this franchise. Nobody needs the bat. You're just you're just oversaturating everything. Like you're gonna tell me that perfect word. The Empire Strikes Back is in the same universe as this random, you know, show the Bad Batch or like this Rangers of the New Republic. It's just like you know what they should have did, honestly. Instead of, you know, messing up the sequel trilogy and making less money than they thought they were going to make, maybe you should just plan it out before you made it. You know, just like a basic strategy, just planning. I know it's really hard. It's so hard to plan out a trilogy before you start making it. But plan a trilogy out, and then you know what? Don't make all this crap that nobody asked for. Or just, you know what? I would have honestly had no problem with this if they did this. So you know what? We're going to make it 12 movies. We're going to make the franchise 12 or even 15. We're gonna make the franchise 15 movies. We're gonna have three more trilogies. I honestly would have respected that more than this like nonsensical make a Lando Carissian spinoff, some spinoff about Diego Luna's character. Like what? Please, what are your thoughts on that? I think you used the perfect word oversaturating. That's like exactly what I thought about it. It's, Star Wars is always, like you said, intended to be like the Skywalker saga thing. And because there was only so many movies like for a long time there were just the six movies or whatever and then we obviously got the sequel trilogy and stuff but the fact that there were only so many of them is what made it special like when a movie came out it felt like an event you know and that's kind of a problem i had when rogue one first came out because that was the first movie or major movie i should say that was really not associated with those other uh skywalker saga films so it kind of takes away from the special nature of Star Wars, whereas Marvel is based off of a universe that was always meant to be yep. 
a ton of different characters and stuff, and it's supposed to be vast and expansive. So that adapts well into the cinematic universe format or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you when you try and repeat that success with Star Wars, I mean, I'm, uh, you're bound to make something good along the way, but you're also bound to get a lot of garbage. Exactly. That's I can't say it better. The reason why I don't not gonna crap on Marvel for like making all these spinoffs is because gotta give them respect. DC's doing the same thing. You're allowed to make them because all these characters are technically in the comics, and you can make it. Now, that doesn't mean I have to watch it or that you have to watch it. We don't have to watch Ironheart or watch, you know, whatever. But they can make it because they're – but it's different with Star Wars when you're making – I mean, literally, you're making a spinoff of some garbage tr- – in your words, I'm using your words, one of the worst parts of Season 7 of The Clone Wars. Like, why? You can literally make – at this rate, you can make, like, literally, you can make Star Wars movies about, like, a romantic comedy on Tatooine. You know what I mean? Like – Uncalled a Star Wars movie, and I don't. And to me, I don't even think it's smart financially because no one cared about Rogue, Rise of Skywalker underperformed. So now you're banking on like, granted, a lot of these aren't in theaters, but you're making basically you know what they're doing. They're making like Star Wars. I don't want to. They're basically making it like Star Trek. That's literally what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then before you know what, we're gonna be like, it seems like 15 years from now, and like if you're a Star Wars fan, you'd be like a weirdo. You're gonna, like. You still like Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also all, I think, because of, you know, the Mandalorian did so well. So they're yeah. like, all right, well, we didn't do well with the movies. Mandalorian was a hit. Let's just milk out a ton of TV shows. Got a boycott. Um, so I got a boycott, man. If you, no one watches these, they'll stop making them. And, I mean, yeah, when, when Mando came out, I thought, like, yeah, they should just continue with TV shows. They shouldn't do any more movies. But when I thought that, I thought, like, you know, you should do one or two more TV shows and just keep making seasons of those. But instead, they come out with a wave of, like, 12 shows. I mean, I doubt that most of those are going to get a second season. They're just going to be one-shot random things. Well, that what was are the show that they the made past. that was really bad? With, like, the not, – not the – there was – Rebels was, like, okay, but the Resistance was really bad, Oh, right? Resistance. How bad was – how many? How many episodes did you do? Did you watch like one, or did you not even watch? I watched one. I watched one. I struggled how bad to was get it through. on a scale of one to ten? It, I mean, it was just so like kiddie that I couldn't watch it. I mean, I guess it's meant for like a younger audience. I guess all of the stories is technically, but like I just couldn't get through that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I, and again, my real problem with it is even outside of 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 Disney is this. This is really the Netflix effect, right? The fact that. They all want to compete with Netflix, and the pro- the problem for these studios is like Warner Brothers, Disney, is these other conglomerates have still have they're still in bed with cable, kind of. They still have commitments with with theaters. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's a double knight edged sword because Netflix, for example, wishes they could be in theaters because it's so lucrative, right? But the problem is theaters won't let it, though that could change now because of HBO Max. But you know, it's a double edged sword with streaming because. Yes, you can make a lot of money because you get a lot of these subscribers, but you limit your other platforms to get revenue. So, like, Disney now is going all in on everything by making all these shows. Like, Zootopia is getting a spinoff series. Like, they're just – everything's IP. Everything is IP. And, like, while that's not necessarily a problem, I'm not, say, I'm not saying be Netflix, have everything be original. But there should be a balance. Like, there yeah. should be a balance between – what they, they released literally 52 different things. Yeah, yesterday. 52 new releases, folks. None of them. And I went through them. Not one. Or 
I'm not, and I'm including in that Pixar is not a spinoff. If you make a Pixar movie, it's like a borderline spinoff because it's the Pixar brand. But maybe I'll give it to you. Literally three of them were were original. Three of them were original ideas out of 52. I mean, that's embarrassing. Wow. It might be four, but I mean, I, I wasn't like making tallies, but I counted like this story about this dog in Italy uh, and then like two, like Iwaju, which is some like Japanese thing. And then uh, like in, that actually might be based off something. And then another like book or like another like show based off Lin written by Lin Manuel. But they're making like a big zero, big hero six spinoff. Like Tiana's getting a spinoff, the princess. I mean, am I am I wrong in that saying like this greed has no limits? Like to me, it's just that I don't know. It just bothers me. Um. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Uh, they should definitely have more original content, but I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, they're just they know what sells, and they're just cashing in on that, I guess. But you definitely have a point. It's all right. It's all right. You, you know. We get it. You know, you're really going to watch that Baymax movie. You're going to watch Big Hero 6. Yeah, I'm really excited for Baymax. Almost almost as excited as I am for Tom and Jerry on HBO Max. <laughs> what? Hey, they didn't deserve that. Everyone, everyone liked Tom and Jerry when you were like six, man. Yeah, they didn't deserve that. They didn't deserve that. They didn't deserve that. No, it didn't, though. It didn't, though. It didn't, though. You're right. <laughs> you're right. We get it. Um, you get, you're, you're paid by Disney. You have no problem with it. You know, you're trying to yeah, make I'm some money. Yeah, I'm in their money. pocket. Yeah, you own you're you're happy. You don't want to bad math the stock. You know what I mean? This is this up. This podcast is so big that they listen to what we say. So we just want to. We love Disney. Yeah. We love Disney. Buy it. Give me a job. Hire <laughs> me. Damn. Okay. Well, I mean, let's be real. Neither of us would mind being hired by Disney. Yeah, I don't disagree with you there. Yeah. Be like a Villanova. You'd be the star of Villanova. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, I was thinking more so when I when I left, I'd get hired. But hey, if they want to hire me while well, I'm still there, by all means. Yeah, imagine imagine making a Star Wars movie. How happy would you be? Uh, as long as it's not one of the things in their new lineup, I'd be pretty <laughs> happy. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. So we're wrapping this up now. Maddie G, any last uh, couple comments related to this stuff, not related to this stuff? Floor is yours, brother. Uh, I guess my last comment would be, that my hope and hope for people out there who have a similar opinion to me is that uh, I think that the Marvel stuff is pretty set in stone because they've done casting and stuff. This Star Wars stuff, I think there's a chance that some of it will get canceled. Kathleen Kennedy's contract ends in like a year or something. So oh my God, if Dave Filoni sticks in, don't get me excited. Hopefully, the, hopefully we get some stuff that we actually yeah. want. Someone that actually knows how to run, you know, make a move, make. Uh, just all my my only request is for the next President of Lucasfilm, someone who plans out a trilogy before starting to film it. That's just, yeah, that's good advice. It's my my one my one thing, and and I will say as we part ourselves here is just I think if you listen if you listen to this episode, if there was one thing that you should take away from this episode, it's it's really important is the fact that this podcast is has no connection or relation to Alex Jones. Again, we do not condone Alex Jones. We do not act Alex Jones. Um, and also, I guess uh, we're, we're looking forward to Wonder Woman. So I'll see you when we'll be on back on the podcast in a couple of weeks, Matt. Uh, excited for that one or no? 
Uh, no, honestly. Well, I mean, I'm excited for the movie, but I'm not excited to be back on your podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're going to, like, boycott it now? You're going to get other people to boycott it or something? Yeah. All right. It's all right. Hey, controvert, all publicity is good publicity or something like that. So, um, People usually say, right? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Anyway, on behalf of uh, Maddie G, I'm James. Thanks, everybody, for listening. It was really uh, – I had fun, at least. I hope you did, too. Thanks for listening. Again – uh, thanks for having me on. Okay. And please, please plug us. Please plug us. We're trying to grow. And again, if you want to be on the podcast, hit me up. If you don't want to be on the podcast, don't have to hit me up. But you can if you want to. It's nice. Thank you guys for listening. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thanks, everybody. Stream on. Enjoy it.